Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. All right, Spitwads, I, I, I'm going to tell you something right now. Tell them. I, I never have any extra time, and I never have any extra money. And That's um, true. I, I would like both of those, and uh, so I don't go to the post office. I don't pay full price for postage, and I get those things out of my life because Stamps.com uh, makes it so that I don't have to do those things anymore. I get extra time and money in my life. I can mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from my computer Send letters, packages, whatever it is, uh, discounted rates uh, from USPS, UPS, and more, and they save our business thousands of hours and tons of money every single year. So you got to check them out. They've been doing this for a while, and we've been supporters for a while. Stop wasting your time going to the post office. Go to stamps.com instead. There is no risk. And with our promo code SPITBALLERS, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage in a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone in the top of the homepage, and type in SPITBALLERS. That's stamps.com, promo code SPITBALLERS, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Yeah, all right. I just, I just let it come to me. I just followed the music and... Prayed. That's yeah. usually what you're supposed to do with a scat. Somewhere along the, the way, we lost ourselves. We stopped following the music. Yeah. Welcome into the Spitballers podcast. Andy, Mike, and Jason back with you. I mean, it feels like it's been a million years, but it's only been a week. I mean, it does. Unbelievable. Almost feels like we haven't recorded in several weeks. And yet here we are just a week after the last episode. And... Ready to spitball Sharp again. as attack with that, that scat intro there. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, spectacular. Episode 153, Would You Rather? That's a great question and a wonderful draft on today's episode of the show. You can find us on Twitter at SpitballersPod. We appreciate all you beautiful people giving us those nice, kind reviews over on Apple Podcasts, subscribing, following, reviewing. All of that jazz. Very nice. Very nice. And all that jazz. Honestly, if if you have a scat that you feel really good about. Oh. Yeah. You could leave it as a review. Now, how would that work? You got to write it out. You got to write yeah. the scat out. Skeet up, beep, boop, beep, dap, I'm not, not going to lie to you. I was, I'll read one. I, I mean, was very excited for where I thought you were going. I thought we were going to say, if you think you can scat as good as us, which of course you can. Um, mm. record it to the music. You know what no, I mean? Record, no, no, no. Listen, send it in, and listen, then we'll no. play that, and we'll get out of having to do the scat. No, what we're going to do is you leave us a five-star review with your scat, and I've got the scat next, and I'm, okay. going, I'm going with yours. Whoa. I'm going with somebody's oh. five-star review where they write their scat out, and I'm going to interpret it. 
You write it. I interpret it into art. If only this episode was released by the time you scat next, that would work. Uh, but in the future, in the future, in the you future, will do this. I will do that. What? Maybe in a couple of weeks when they when I gather them. But you, but Jason is is right. We <laughs> we need to have. We'll figure out some kind of competition. We yeah. got we got some spitballers swag. We, we need to maintain control of the show, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean we will we will. And the show's uh, for the people. We will definitely us. Yes. Weed out all the bad ones. We would never put that on the show. Hashtag scat sampler. <laughs> Cast sampler. Oh, I don't know if goodness. I want that platter. Ooh, <laughs> All right, platter, please. Speaking of reviews, we got one. Reviewosaurus Rex. This one comes in from U.S. soldier from the United States of America. Thank you for your service. Uh, 150 episodes later is the title of the review. Five stars. Here's what I've learned through 150 episodes. These guys have never read a science book. Hey. A worthwhile piece of literature, hey. and they are somehow better for it. Congratulations on 150 episodes. Well, I don't you. know how to take that. Thank you, us soldier. I, I think mean, we're better for it, but then I have to to, to get that compliment. I got to accept the the comments before. It. Also, uh, you you throw out a poo poo platter joke, which I mean, like that's a classic kid joke. Mm -hmm. Uh, which it's delicious. If it, it's my favorite, a poo poo platter is incredible. Absolutely great. It is absolutely incredible. Andy, do you not realize that this is a real thing? Oh, poo poo platter, especially we we go to the one where it comes on fire. Like the, it's a real nice presentation. There's Brooks, Al. Do you know what the heck they're talking about? No idea. I didn't. A typical uh, poo poo platter is found in American Chinese cuisine. Egg roll, spare ribs, uh, chicken wings, chicken fingers. That's a poo poo platter. Teriyaki. Mm. It's like it's, they know it's, what it's going to do to you. It's like <laughs> it's like a sampler. Okay. But it's, but it's called the poo-poo platter. The scat sampler. They should really change that to the scat sampler. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I was on my honeymoon with my wife, and we were calling. It's like seems oh. like the right person to be on your honeymoon with. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, she was there, and it, it, we were ordering some some uh, some Chinese cuisine. And I was like, holy crap! Like, I you know I've I've never known what was in it, and then I so then I called up and I tried to order it, and I was full on stupid american child man just like you tried to order the poo poo platter you couldn't get it just, out uh, and, and i'll just, take the i'll take the <laughs> you uh you know the uh, the, uh the old uh rudy tooty fresh and fruity i have <laughs> commercials where the yeah. dude, the dude where's the bag on the head to order it he couldn't order it that was me trying to order this from these these fun people are just trying to make me some good food and You're i'm just pointing to i'll take the, uh, that and so i'm, this a, I'm a five-year-old child and it was it was an incredible moment that's funny would you rather time Would you rather? By the way, our draft today is very uh, cerebral. I mean, very. I mean, this is uh, educational, mm, yes. intellectual. Like mm -hmm. those things you said we don't possess, it will be evident well, with no, our I selections. Mean, pretty soon, I will possess them all. Yeah, at the end of this show. Mm -hmm. Would you rather? Question from Chris. Would you rather receive one hundred dollars to have somebody publicly humili humiliate you? Once per week. Humiliation. Humiliation. <laughs> or pay someone $100 to publicly compliment you once a week. Oh. So, so you week. get 100 Okay. So we're talking like 400 bones a, a month here. Yeah, you get 100 uh, a week 
if you're publicly humiliated. Now, the public is the real important part of this, right? It's not like someone's coming up to you and just saying, hey, Mike, you're looking good today. You know what I mean? Or, or hey, right. Mike, pants, <laughs> and then run yeah, off. Yeah. This is full public. You are. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you have did. something that you're so humiliated about in your past that today you would write a check of X amount of dollars to eliminate from your oh past? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I literally told the world about pooping in my pants, which you can Google. Um, but you, to be fair, you were, you were an adult, and, and once you hit a certain age- like, You also weren't humiliated. Yeah. Why I mean, can't I say that word? <laughs> Why can't you what? say it? What is I'm now, now I'm like having a pa humiliated. <laughs> yeah, it's W-H-O. I've been humiliated. <laughs> Why am I saying what What way? But uh, yeah, you weren't, you weren't humiliated at all in that. You were humiliated when you had to tell the story maybe, but in the moment, nobody knew. Yeah, I mean, that was That's literally true. the story. Literally, my father, who was the only person I was with, found out that I pooped my pants pretty much in his car afterwards. If when anything, he, he when was he, humiliated yeah, by not was, knowing. Yeah, that's right. Um, let me think. Do, Do I, have what? I, I have one. Okay. I have one. For you would growing. take it away. If if I could pay $100 and remove. No, no, no. No, no. You, how much would you pay? Oh, man. Not I, 100 I mean, this is like. Well, here's. We've we've talked about my memory and like how it could be, <laughs> could be very strong. And so you remember things like this. Uh, how much I would pay, I do not know. But here the moment was I was in elementary school, and I don't know what it was, it, it, but I ended up I, – like I don't know if it was – I'm trying to remember if it was me not willing to ask the parents or the parents just kept buying them, but I definitely wore uh, the underoos okay. too long. And which an underoo, if you're not aware of what I'm talking about specifically – you're talking about the little kids, the uh, the whitey tidies or the tidy whiteys. You wore them too been, long, but they have the characters on them. Yeah, like so you didn't make I didn't make the grow up leap. Not and this isn't to boxer shorts yet because that's junior high when you're like you oh, gotta sure, have them. When I would be becoming a man. Yeah, I wear I'm a man, so now I, I wear, wear shorts under my shorts. Now I wear these giant puffy flowy <laughs> underpants that do absolutely nothing. Uh, but I wore. I wore like character underpants yeah. too long. You got a Wolverine on the buttocks. Right. Yeah. And that you're you're closer than you think. I don't remember which one it was. It was on the front. <laughs> but no, no, it was on the butt because this was in PE and we were learning how to do backwards somersaults. Oh no. And your boy <laughs> had unbeknownst oh, no. to me a hole in my butt region. Oh, and someone and called you out on it. Not that. only did that <laughs> happen, I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I was doing a backwards somersault over and over and over, just stretching the hole for everyone to see. To see the characters on your underpants. To see that, that Mike had pound puppies or whatever <laughs> on his underpants at an, at an age that it was no longer the cool thing to do. Did you do. wear them ever again? Oh, it was pretty rapid that we, we, moved, <laughs> we moved on to boxers. Oh, that quick. night. <laughs> That night, they all were destroyed in the fireplace. So, if I could remove that shame for like a couple hundred dollars, yeah. oh, I would definitely do that. That's funny. And you remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, and it, it's fine now, but I still would like to forget it. Being humiliated is one of my worst fears. Like that feeling is is the worst. It's, yes, it's and the so worst. And so I would rather pay. Like I would 
pay to not have that happen, which is what this question really is. I, I think I think that there is an argument to be made here that you are in essence, while you are paying, you're getting paid because there is a social currency and public yeah, compliments will spread. If others like you, if others uh -huh. think you're good looking, if others think you're funny, if others think you wear boxers. I mean, you know, people are going to be like, oh, Mike, where's boxers? Pass it on. <laughs> yeah, you start the, the next day. I hear Mike, Mike wears men's boxers. Did you see that guy's grown up underpants? <laughs> Spread it around. Those are total grown-up undies. He shows up the next day, the hole's still in the pants. He's like, you want me to do some more somersaults? I think he had a tie on underneath. <laughs> is that a bow tie on your Do you have a belt line? I mean, since this is kind of translated into that story, do you have a humiliating story you pay to remove? I don't think so. I know so, you say you're no shame, but I mean, is there something that you're like, because I have one. Of mine. No, <laughs> I, think I have one that I think you should get you rid should of. You should get rid of I this. wish I never knew this. Um, I, you know, I nothing comes to mind. I have, you know, I don't, I don't humiliate easily. I'm fine being the, uh, the the public butt of a joke. I enjoy that. I lean into that. Um, I'm, sh but I have been humiliated. I mean, there are moments where I, I, you know, would run that back. Um, sure. But I, but I literally can't think of a single one now, so I don't think they scar me very deep. Right. Or I just have no memory at all of most. And things you do in love life. compliments, and you like people to think high of you. So would you pay a hundred bucks for the, this for the compliments? This one's really, really tough because I don't care that much about any of it. So I guess in the end, I'd rather have a hundred dollars. Mm. Like I don't care too much about the compliment. I don't care too much about the public humiliation. But in one of these, flattery doesn't doesn't pump your tires. Oh sure, it does. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, look. If you tell me I'm looking good, I'm gonna feel better about myself. Okay. He tell feels better I'm when he tells himself he's looking good. <laughs> he's looking, the only looking good. The man in the mirror is the only one who <laughs> says that. Um. No. So I guess I guess I'm getting a uh, hundred bucks to be publicly humiliated once a week. Now, and this it it's not just. That, I mean, you got to think of your opportunity cost here. This is, uh, this is, what we got like a eight hundred dollars swing because you're either up four hundred mm -hmm. or you're down four hundred. True. Yeah, you got it. Basically, choose I'm one. getting two hundred bucks here, right. a week. Okay. I guess I'll pay for compliments. You're done right. Uh, I'm paying for a compliment. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, I mean, see here. The, I guess I guess this makes sense, right? Because, like, I get compliments already. So you guys need, are like, I'm going to pay for them, and that makes sense. And I'm happy for you guys now. You'll start getting those yeah. on the reg. Yeah, those aren't compliments, Jason. Uh, Trevor from the website says, you are just sitting down for a very important job interview. Would you rather have to pull out a hard-boiled <laughs> egg and peel it and eat it throughout the <laughs> interview or release a silent but deadly fart and have to sit in it throughout the interview? Oh, man. Okay. I mean, if you just put yourself in that boat, that is so either way, it smells like egg in that room, uh, right? But at least one of them, <laughs> you know, the reason here's the deal. An interview, generally speaking, is two people, yeah. the interviewee and the interviewer. And most people, I'm going to say the vast majority know if they farted or not. <laughs> so on the fart side, this is not a question. This is like, so how'd the interview go? Oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, this room stunk. He he ripped butt in that interview, and the whole place smelled. That's that's out. I feel like yeah, but are you more likely to hire that guy or no. the guy that pulls out a hard boiled egg and eats it during the interview? If I have to do that, if I have to pull out a hard boiled egg 
and eat it while doing the interview, super serious. I am confident I could pull that off. Yeah, I mean, like, you're like, I got And get the job? Oh, yeah. I get the job your, because of it. But Dude, who are you just, hiring as an employer? You got to talk about you? your macros. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm... Okay, look, I'm, 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 I'm on a schedule. Yeah. yeah. So gotta, if, we were in, in. if we were in the interview room with Al Borland, and he walked in, <laughs> and he pulled out a hard-boiled egg and ate it in front of us, or he did the fart, you would hire which guy first? Oh, uh, look, number one... Uh, it's, it's shelled, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to peel it. You have to, that's everything that it comes down to that. Oh, that's a skill I'm, test. I am watching you. How do you perform peeling this egg? Number one, you're under the pressure of you're, you're doing this in front of somebody while doing a job interview. Number two, peeling an egg. It had, look, there's ups and downs of peeling an egg. Sometimes it just comes right off. And sometimes you're in a, in a mono. Do you have a ego. sink? You're really <laughs> learning something about yes, this are. person because you're learning even more than how they, they love peel. eggs. You're learning how are they at boiling the eggs because that's what makes all the difference of being able to peel them or not. I do, do they pocket the shells or do they just yeah? What do you do with the, the shells? Um, oh man, you got to pocket the shells. You can't make a mess. That'd be <laughs> that's so an awkward rude. thing in and of itself. That would be so rude. Do you have an ashtray? <laughs> but I feel like so, Mike. You're saying you'd talk about your macros, like your diet. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. That's you would where I'd you go. would explain it away. I would I'd take the it. approach of this is not mentioned. I'm acting like nothing is happening. I'm answering the questions they're giving me. I'm I'm making no mention You're of this. You're a man of egg. mystery. Yes. There's Do you just, take it out of your jacket pocket, the coat, <laughs> inside coat pocket? Inside coat pocket, yeah, yes. Yeah, is it is it a, the breast pocket or is it the coat pocket? It's it's the inside of the coat pocket. Yeah, so, where he would pull out his like okay. FBI badge. Right, and so I pull out the egg. And I say, you know, look, my, you know, I think the uh, the biggest opportunity for growth in me, and I, I'm answering the questions. You, where do you crack? Where do I start the crack? Yeah. Do you tap it on like a, a table, or do you I think do I, some kind of roll it in your hands? Using fingernails? I think I can start it with bite my, it. No, I'm not biting the shelled <laughs> egg, Mike. Not a psychopath. Um, yeah, I, I I think I can start it with just uh, man. You do. Have I'm to using crack it that. as yeah. a story point. I'm saying. You know, look, every every company is like an egg. It's like an egg. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to get to the kind of the protein. And then I take a big gulp and run. The middle might be full of cholesterol. Right. Is it good for you? Is it bad for you? We just don't how know. Many, how many bites is the least embarrassing amount of bites for an egg? Well, it's not one. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, one one bite, uh, you put that whole hard-boiled egg in your mouth, and that interview is over. Uh, it's, what, it's, do you, what do you average? What do you average? Average bites on a hard-boiled egg. I think it's like five or six. Five? Yeah, because... What are you, a two-year-old? No, look, if it's a deviled egg, just, right, which is like... No, it's because of the yolk. <laughs> eating a big piece of yolk. If you've eaten a hard-boiled <laughs> egg yolk... That's like eating a box of crackers. It's it's the driest thing in the world. Now you have to eat it with the white part. Do you bring sure. a fork and knife? <laughs> yeah, that's the other breast pocket. You pull out your silverware. <laughs> you just start eating it like a steak right on right. the table. And then, do you uh, offer some to him? I'm pretty would you, selfish with like my some? food, so I don't think I would. Y yolk? I would ask. Do you have a glass of milk? <laughs> do you have some salt? Okay, but um, even still, I'm taking the egg. I'm not farting yes, in the interview no. of just me, mano y mano. Smell my innards. What I'm, if, what I'm if hiring the farter. What's the okay? Because everybody farts. Not everybody eats an egg in the middle of an interview. That tells me you're a crazy person. How many interviewers, interviewee, interviewers, 
do you need on that side of the table before it changes your opinion and you'll squeeze it out? Oh, just one. Wait, interviewers? No, I get yeah. what you're saying. If, or, there, if it's a boardroom with like four people. Yeah, if there's four you, people over there. You have I'm plausible the deniability. Giving yeah. me the interview. Yes. Oh, that makes it even worse for me because they're all going to know. Because they can talk to each other afterwards. But if it's one other person in the interview, it's me and another person, I'm going to I'm gonna let it leak, and I'm going to give him some bad eye. I'm going to look at the other guy interviewing for this job. You're not going to convince this guy he farted. No, 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 no. I'm not going to bring it up. But I'm, I'm going sure. to be seen Gas by lights. the interviewee or the, the interviewer. I'm going to be seen by them, and they're going to they're gonna look, and they're going to go, I think I know who did it. I, because they they're see, right. No, no, no. They see me kind of glancing like, oh, my gosh, what did this guy do? You know what I'm saying? So the, the people giving the interview, I'm getting them on my side. I'm in this with them. The, You're the one who farted. They don't know that. Yes, no, they I mean, do. They, How would they possibly know? Not, it's not that silent but deadly. They would know because they didn't fart. No, that's what I'm saying. There are two people. Getting interviewed at the same time. Oh, okay. Or, I me? thought you were still in the same one-on-one. Oh, I did, too. No, I, no, I missed no. That. Now, so, do you take, like, intentional big sniffs? No. Do you draw attention? No, because the whole room's going to know. This is bad. Yeah, this but... Is, this is an egg But is it, is it better for you to catch it before anybody else does? Or is that smell to delt it? Uh, I think that smell to delt it. Okay. I think you just want to... You can't find one of the other once, rhymes? Once it's a big problem... Um, that's when you've got to be uncomfortable. Maybe scoot away from the other person being interviewed, <laughs> just as just a show of disrespect. Mid mid talking, just yeah, just scoot All right. away. All right, <laughs> LJ from the website. Would you rather be able to choose the time period, place, or socioeconomic class in which you live? You can only choose one, and the others will be selected at random. Okay. All right, so there's three. There's three things that will be assigned to us, and that's. Time, time period at random, okay. place at random, or socioeconomic class at random. Because there were some times when I was literally just looking up um, how many people have ever lived on the earth, ever. Ooh. Do you want to take a guess? I, I mean, mean I can, that's just a fun fact. It's, man, which ever? is Which is almost the exact same question as how many people have ever died, just for the record. Almost. They're almost the same, but they're not. Almost. Um. Well, that uh, would be minus eight billion, right? You're right. Yeah. Okay, so, so let's go like fifty billion. I'm gonna go less than that, but I'm gonna go. F I'm gonna go thirty-six billion. All right, Price is right. Hundred. Hundred billion. Yeah, you're out. Loser. About hundred and seven. So okay. you add in the the seven to eight alive today. Um, but when I was reading this story, they highlighted, you know, lifespans in these different eras, right? And you know, there were times when, you know, it was 18, 19, 20 years old or, you know, 30 years old. So if you are, if you have a random draw in time period, I mean, you may have a very Ooh, okay. short life, and, but, but socioeconomic class will do that too. Sure. Yeah, but I, I was going to say, I mean, I imagine that, you know, back in the day, if you were in that top 1%, you probably you know, didn't die of every little thing going wrong. The same as the people who basically were living without shelter and, you know, the the average life would be much, much less. I guess socioeconomic class spans all time in a good way for you. Right. Yeah. That seems like maybe the one to pick. Now, if I pick Hawaii. Yes. 
But I can't I can't uh, control the time. You're going to have an you're underwater. <laughs> is, there, is there yeah, is there a chance I'm either just dropped right into the ocean for the for that no. one one to two hours of my life? Human existence. Okay, human existence. That's the timeline. Is there a chance that I am there and no one has discovered the islands yet and all this, so I'm just Tom Tom Hanks in it? On that island all by myself. I don't And think I live so. for one to two hours. I don't think so. I think this has to be uh, popular. Because if, if time is that wide in this question, then you have to select time. Otherwise, it could be like, okay, you're in the 1%, and also this is 100 billion years after it's, the Earth is gone. It's just acid rain the yes. whole time. Uh, I think I'm going to take the 1%. I think... <laughs> I think when you, you know, look, I would much rather live now in the middle class than be a king, uh, you know, of 700, 800 years ago. Well, we already know I'd rather be the king. We've talked yeah, about we, that. Yeah, we've talked about that. But since I can't really have control over both aspects, I think I'm going to take that top flight economic status and have uh, the, the most comfortable situation I can have wherever geographically and whenever timeline wise. I'm going with the same answer. Mike, are you choosing? Oh, man. He no, wants could, to go to you Hawaii. You live in the future, Look. though. Oh, wait. You that's thinking an, about that? option? Right, in a time period? Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it doesn't have right. to be backwards. You could say, I want to live in the 2300s, hey, see what's look, going on. If dinosaurs are in play, so is the future. Okay. Absolutely. I'm rolling the dice on the time. Man. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to the beach. The cool thing I'll, about I'll see you suckers later. <laughs> I'll be in Hawaii. So you're going Hawaii. Yeah, and we're taking the one percent, and then we'll find out where we are. Because I could still end up in the future. Yeah, future one percent. Oh man. Yeah the the technology. Yeah, buddy. Maybe maybe it's uh, maybe they're looked uh, even more down upon in the future. Or you're just maybe you're, you're in an the machine. Yeah. All right, it's time to move on. Spitwads, I hope you're hungry. I know I am. I am always hungry, except after a nice Omaha steak steak or the caramel apple tartlets, which are my favorite. I cooked me up some steaks literally last night, and they were unbelievable. I mean, they might be the best steaks that have ever been made in the history of the planet. And Omaha steaks right now, they are hooking us up with a mad deal. Father's Day is right around the corner. And you can go to Omaha Steaks and use the code SPITBALLERS. You, you type SPITBALLERS in the search bar, and you get Dad the Get Out and Grill assortment. Right now, the package is 59% off. If you're my children, I highly encourage you, order it for me immediately. It includes 20 entrees that I am guaranteed to love. I mean, your dad is guaranteed to love. We're talking ultra juicy burgers, the plump chicken breast sides, desserts, four 10-ounce butcher cut New York strips. Mm, these strips are aged for 30 days, and that's that means they're tender and they're delicious. These aren't just steaks. These are Omaha steaks. These are going to be the best steaks of your life, and this deal is selling out fast, so you don't want to wait and miss it. Visit Omaha Steaks. Dot com keyword spitballers in the search field and get dad the get out and grill assortment plus four free New York strip burgers and 59% off today. Send dad more than just a gift this year. Send him an experience he'll love and then he can share with you. That's a great question. 
Ed from Patreon. Thank you for your support. <laughs> if you had one chance to turn anything you touch to gold, what would be the thing you'd want to touch? You cannot sell the item afterwards. It would just be something cool to show off to everyone. So what would you like to paint gold? Well, it's, it's tough because it's, it's actual gold. Okay. And the non-selling part is interesting. And then, like, my instant reaction is something large. Because if it's large and gold, it will be even more rare. Yeah, and I, I immediately went to, like, rocket ship. It's very, those are very big. Right. And one made out of gold. We could, we could one made break out of that gold. Thing. But it wouldn't You're be yours. You're not getting off the ground. You I can know, now but no I, longer no, use it. I don't want to use it. I want to break it down into gold to sell. But you can't. That's what it's saying. Well, what about that, the Grand Canyon? Can you touch the Grand Canyon and now you've got a golden Grand Canyon? Well, that's like saying the earth. I touched land. Yeah, you got a real Midas problem there. You're like, oh, I'm just going to do the, the Grand Canyon. I'm doing it for then, everybody. The Grand Canyon? Whatever, the Grand Canyon. And then all of North <sighs> North America is gold i was doing this for the benefit of humanity it's already beautiful it'd be even nicer if it was gold right <laughs> I, every time i've looked <laughs> the at the grand canyon to ruin it i have thought to myself man this is okay but it's you want to know what would take it up a notch <laughs> if all these mounts were made of pure gold that would look cool that's what it says it has to be something cool to show off okay i'm going with my basketball hoop out front Okay. Ooh, okay. It's, it's simple, but like it that's is. pretty awesome. You it's, must be part of the one percent. It's ten. It's ten feet tall. So this is no small thing that I got to pull out of a drawer to show off. And it's outside of my house. Everyone driving by. Everyone coming up. Hosting a party. Everyone walking by is going to be like, "Is it? What a what? weirdo! Is that? Is that hoop made of gold? Yeah. And your next party? Didn't you have a basketball hoop made of gold? <laughs> what about your car? <laughs> stealing a basketball hoop that is cemented into the ground is no easy task. it's not easy but people will figure it out i guess if it's pure gold it's worth the effort <laughs> what about your dog um i feel like that's called maybe. murder <laughs> that's that's uh maybe, what, maybe at the end what happened in star wars when carbonite, oh, carbonite. yeah, the car yeah. that's i'm carbonating my dog he no thank it, you uh, han solo made it through Oh, so maybe I'm just protecting my dog for longer. No, Mike's I'll... right. It's like a different form of taxidermy. Uh, taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> At the end. At the end. I now gold. <laughs> what if it's a golden retriever? Oh, oh man. Golden, golden. Uh, this is. I went I with mean, that, I but I, my dogs are literally golden doodles. Ooh. So are you guys out there really wanting to live the gold life? No. no. I mean, what is. I'm not a gold person. Like, I'm trying to think to myself. I drive up to this house with the golden basketball hoop. Do I actually think like well of that? Do I drive up and go like, whoa, that's awesome. Or I go, what the heck is that? That's the ugliest looking hoop I've ever seen. Because here's what I would not assume. How, how well does it, uh, does it shoot, though? Because, I mean, you have to play basketball on it. Gold is a softer metal. So maybe the bank shots would be okay. Easier? I, Easier I mean, I, the, the I would imagine that the... The plexiglass or the fiberglass is, is better. Why are we golding a basketball hoop? Because that's what Jason Pat I wanted. Think you need something. to do your car. And then it won't drive. <laughs> no, this is not this is not like literalism to the point where you can't drive the car. Is it? You're not I giving mean, yeah, I'm looking at Al. You're not like he doesn't know. Changing every, you know, bit of it. I I'm I'm sure you could, you know, dunk a car in gold and you're just gonna have to visit that gas station a lot. Okay. That's a lot Mike, of do you have any ideas? Around. You want your house made of gold? I was trying to think, do you just do like a, a your garage? But then I, I I don't want people driving past my house seeing that I have gold basketball hoops and gold garages. Uh, we pass oh, on this one. Oh, no, no, no. I don't, you're you're uh, uh, 
the the, the <laughs> pebble tech in your pool. I just had the same thought. The surface of your pool. The surface of your pool. Now that, that that'd be cool. That is that baller. would be really really cool. You jump in. I'm sure it gets it warmer earlier too. You know the reflective. <laughs> I have no metal. idea. Bill Nye. All right. <laughs> I see you know a lot about gold there. <laughs> Golden pool. I like it. I'm in. Original AG. Um, okay. Levi from Patreon. With the famous viral video, Charlie Bit My Finger, being auctioned off as an NFT for, uh, what was it, $750,000. Mm-hmm. What other iconic viral videos could you also put into the oh, auction man. pool? I know the first one that comes to mind. And I would hope every cent goes to that poor kid. But the Star Wars kid. Uh, oh, the lightsaber The lightsaber kid, kid yeah. in the okay. garage. That viral video is one of the... That's one of the original. That is literally yeah. one of that has to be in the first like ten. That was like e bombs world stuff. Yeah, that was old. So a lot of kids listening now are gonna be like, I don't know what this is. You can still find it. <laughs> and, uh, man, that was uh, kids. Don't put other people's embarrassing I, videos on I, the I, internet. I don't think it went well for that kid after that video came out. I imagine the Rickroll video would sell for almost more than anything. The, uh, yeah. the the actual if Rick they Astley pulled the video, Rick Astley Rickroll video, but Astley would never, never going to give you up. He's he's a true gentleman. He should do that. He, he should would make pull, more he money. Would never sell the NFT and then somehow put it back in publication, <laughs> <laughs> and then be like, "What you got Rickrolled, son?" Man, I can't. When you're put on the spot for like Gangnam Style was a very popular video, but that's just like a music video. I'm trying to yeah. think of a short viral video, something that's like Charlie bit me. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me, was that was a very very good one. Um, <laughs> Not quite as viral, Charlie but bit our, my finger was old. Our audience, yeah, yeah that was, that's what made me think of the the Star Wars lightsaber kid. Um, the the Jaguars fan lady, <laughs> that was <but laughs> smaller scale, but our audience, if you know that one, can't have a newcomer come in and steal, steal the, the show. show. Oh, that's one of my favorites of all time. Um, yeah, that's good. Let me think. I, I'm Do you trying- not have one, Andy? I brought up the few that I had. Rick Astley? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, No, I'm, I'm going with that one. I'm, I'm going with the, uh, you're right, Jason. Jaguars ladies for me. Okay. Brendan from the website, if you're at a restaurant and your food arrives first while the other person's is taking time, is it acceptable to eat before their food shows up? Not really. It's not acceptable? Honestly, I think it matters a little bit where you're at and what kind of restaurant you're at. Really, like I the, do. Like the this the if it's. I mean, if you're at if a, it's a sit, hoity-toity. If you're at a sit-down restaurant. What if you're at like Chili's? Uh, no, I don't think you should eat. Really? Yeah. So you're. I mean, it's pretty lame when when like you get your food and everybody else is waiting and you're just chowing. Yeah, but you know what else is lame? Not eating. Well, number one, not eating. Uh, but number two. Uh, my food shows up, and then because uh, I don't eat it, because it's... It gets cold? It, because it's this faux pas, and now my food is not as good because it has cooled down. It's funny, because you're... It's not because it's a faux pas. Oh, it's 100% because it's a faux pas. Yeah, what would it, else would it be based off of? It well, It's it, based it's, off it, of these the... These are weird social rules that don't actually exist. No, not at all. You're you're saying that it's legitimate because you want it's to rude. share a meal with another person, and if you get your food and they don't, you're eating by yourself. So there's a there's a little bit of like what if they have not chips just and focused salsa? on well then it, if the other person says go ahead and eat you're fine. I've never been to any 
situation in my life where the other person doesn't say that. I want someone out there to be like, you're going to wait for me, right? Well, no, you don't have to say <laughs> don't, nothing. Don't now you eat. Now she's okay. So that that's the examining the other side of the social rule. Imagine someone saying, you you like you go to take the bite, and then someone looks at you and go, seriously? Seriously, you're going to eat before my food is here? What kind of a turd nugget is that person for even bringing it up? If I If the other person across from me got their food and started eating, and I even had the thought of how rude of them. That, I don't think that paints me in a good spot. Like, I couldn't imagine being upset at someone eating They're, their food. You're playing, you're playing a dangerous game when you start eating. Because while you maybe you get your food at the maximum heat for yourself and your own focus, what happens if that person's food takes a really long time? You oh, are, you you are get play, dessert early. You're playing the gamble of you ate your food and then there shows up and you watch them eat. And when you go to a sit, that's why I said the sit down thing matters. If I'm at like a. Do you a, eat a lot standing up? Do I eat a lot standing up? <laughs> so you keep saying sitting down. Well, I meant like a sit down restaurant. Well, yeah, like I, Chili's. If you go, okay, if you go to like. Um, yeah, I mean, Chili's, you're really ruining okay, the situation. I've, I've, got a, I've, got a better, I've got a better example here, okay? <laughs> Let's say we, the three of us, it's lunch. We go to lunch, mm -hmm. and the two of you get your food r right away, okay. and I don't get now my food for one, and I don't get my food forever. Like say what happened about a week ago, when we went to a sushi restaurant, and oh, remember yeah, yeah, I, I did yeah. not have my food forever. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Now Andy, I remember you chowing down right off the bat. Yeah, that it's true. So I was know. there. I was eating too. Well, you ate. You, you I believe yeah, Mike, you said, "Sorry, not waiting," and then you yeah, shoved I mean, it Mike, in your mouth. Mike set a social precedent, and you did have soup before that. Oh, that's okay. That's what I mean. So an appetizer matters. Yeah, I mean, lunch. I guess lunch and dinner matter a little bit differently too. Let me ask you this, okay, Jason? Yeah, I'm listening. Um, you go out to an anniversary dinner with your wife, okay? And uh, your your big steak shows up, and hers takes an extra thirty minutes. What kind what of are restaurant you, are you at? <laughs> I mean, truly. Well, that's the only reason. That's the only way it makes it a big problem. Okay. Are you waiting for your wife's food to arrive? Or are you eating? I'm going to eat because <laughs> my wife would not want me to sit there and not eat. Like, genuinely, she, she wouldn't need to say, it's okay if you eat because I know her. But also, when, when you were bringing up the Chili's versus Nice Restaurant thing, I thought to myself, "That's it. That's Chili's is just getting <laughs> Chili's is getting crapped right now, on right rightfully now. Rightfully so. That's what you get for having everything frozen in the back, Chili's. Um, but the thing is, is is at a nice. If you go to a nice restaurant, they would never do this. It, you would never have someone unless like they would a, hold it. Well, exactly, they okay. would hold the food. And why wait would they do that? To come out at the same time. <laughs> if your food's ready in the back, why would they do that? Because they want it to." Why they, they want it to look like they are all timed up perfect? No, every single restaurant does that. For what purpose? That. Well, I'm not saying it's worse to eat together at the same time. <laughs> it sounds like no. you're saying it's like not a reasonable thing to want to eat at the now, same time as the, somebody. The else. one thing that I I, I was worried you were going to pick up on when I shared my sushi restaurant uh, example is that when you go to a Japanese restaurant, it's they actually never do standard it. procedure to whenever someone's food is ready. Yeah, they bring it. So if my roll is ready Great first, culture. they bring it. They know what they're doing, and you don't eat at the same time there. I've never, you know, and 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 that works. Like you don't sit there and feel like I'm not eating together because we're eating out of slightly sync. Oh yeah, at the same do. table. It's super weird. I don't have any problem with the uh, 
with the staggered eating. I mean, I would prefer it to all be at the same time, but we're there together. So long as we all leave full and happy with a good time, I'm happy. ER from Patreon says the three of you must put on a rap concert. Uh-oh. One man has to beatbox. One man has to rap. Third man writes all the lyrics, but then oh, yeah, sprinkles the in things like, what? Yeah, break it down. I feel like we're all going to want that one. Yeah, but are you... You have to write all the lyrics then, Jason. Oh, that's, that's I mean, that's the most enticing part. The hype man part. You're, you got bars? Oh, I would love to write some rap for you guys. <laughs> I would love to. The best part about this is that I'm writing lyrics that you guys are doing so I can do whatever I want. Yeah, but then you're backing them up with, yeah. Yeah, you you are jumping in in agreement. So if you're making us say something. Well, one of these that's examples. Right. One of these examples is, what? So that's what I'd be. I'd be like, what? <laughs> say what? You'd be rapping some terrible thing. I'd say, what? Why that? That's offensive. <laughs> I would never say that. You're rude. Take it back. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to be. Boom him off stage. I'm going to be the, um, uh, the mole within the group who is ruining everything. I feel like this is troubling here because. Like Mike's the best singer by far, but he's also the best beatboxer. <laughs> I feel so, like, not by much. I feel like Mike has to be the beatboxer because when we look at, <laughs> oh man, that would put Andy actually doing the rap lyrics. I can't. I mean, I could take care of it. You think so? No. Oh no, it'd be a disaster. <laughs> I was. I got. I got excited for a second because I thought maybe he well, was. Well, I could figure it out. Whew, I would also be fine rapping. I would, cause I, you know, little, little known fact, but known, um, <laughs> little, like I've well I've known, shared, little known. I've shared, well, it's a little known, like it's it's not a secret, but not everybody knows it. This this is what it means. Um, little known, but known. Okay, I, I, unnecessary to add the but known. <laughs> then he starts I see dunk, that he now. starts dunking on us like, no, that's how they say it. But, um, you know, no big deal, but kind what? of big deal. Um, shout out there. Uh, so, but my point is I grew up, that's like, stupid. <laughs> I had a, a long time where hip hop and rap music was like, that was sure all I listened to. So I feel like that's, 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 you know, that makes you a rapper. That's in me somewhere. <laughs> all right. It's time to move on. Spitwads. We want to thank today's sponsor. Harry's longtime sponsor of this show, longtime uh, product that we have all been using for years and years because they are the best. And I've been getting down with Harry's for a long time, for bro. For a long time. The best blades, best prices. And check this out. You can redeem a trial set for just 3 bucks, or get $5 off any shave kit when you go to harrys.com slash spitballers. Harry's gift sets make a great gift for any guy in your life year-round. And their new graphite Winston razor handle is, Whoa. is even, check this out, Engravable. You can personalize the okay. gift time. I mean, okay. Harry's has always taken things to the absolute next level. There's the, like it was a, a young brand with centuries of blade making tradition. And Harry's they they bought the factory in Germany. They said we're not we're not going to go out. We are going to take care of it ourselves. And they're giving you the fair prices uh, because they they own it. The means of production and focusing on only the most important razor features allows Harry's to set reasonable prices as low. As two dollars per refill, and they have a hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. They are not scared to stand behind their product, 
and Harry's is giving their best offer to the Spitballers comedy podcast listeners. New Harry's customers can get a starter set for just 3 bucks. plus Harry's is doing a limited-time offer for all customers starting now through Father's Day. You can take 5 bucks off any shave set at harrys.com slash spitballers. There's truly never been a better time to go try Harry's. Go to harrys.com slash spitballers to start your own Harry's journey or to save a few bucks on a special gift for a special dad in your life. The Spitballers Draft. We are drafting the degrees you wish you had. So if you could just, I don't know, matrix yourself a degree right now. I love it, man. And uh, give yourself the education and experience of a finely educated individual in a certain area of expertise. What degree would you choose? What area of expertise and what degree I have the first pick, and there's a there's a wide range that I could go here. Um, and I thought about like this isn't necessarily the best draft to have the one on one, but then as I started thinking, I was like, there's no way this one makes it back to me, and I want it. Like I want this one really bad. I want it to be mine. Um, rapper, <laughs> a PhD in RAP. Um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a PhD in computer science. Because yeah, okay. I've always wanted to be able to code. And and I used to in high school and, and a little bit in college, and then it just went away. And I used to think I was like a computer genius. And then I met computer geniuses, and I was like, I'm so stupid. Um, but, uh, I mean, not only is this one of the highest paying occupations out there, so, mm -hmm. like, fallback option, but actually practicality. I, I could use it for so many things. So I'm going to be a computer whiz. Yeah. Okay, so you're taking a computer science degree? Yeah. Would that I, have? Would, is there any chance that you would have picked none. twice and Mike would have picked twice and not taken that? I would not have taken that. Okay. It, it it's definitely on my list, but I have I have two more I would take before it. At Shoot. least. I am not, and I'll just tell you right now, I am not choosing things based on practicality. In fact, I'm doing the very inverse. I think that's how most degrees are chosen. I am choosing. That's, that's what most of them are. Right. I was, I was looking things up for this. Sorry to, but, but apparently you can get one in bassooning. There what is bassooning? Uh, playing in, the bassoon. In, impractical. The, you can get a degree in bassoon. Okay, the, so the, there's the orchestra instrument. Okay, bassoon. Which, which shout out to my bassooners out there. Peter and the Wolf is fantastic. But a degree, a degree in bassooning. Look, if you take your bassoon to the next level, that's what you do. What I learned today is that colleges really want your money. <laughs> Just whatever you want to learn, we will teach you. Just we've got a program for that. I am choosing things that I think are the most interesting, fascinating. Right. I I didn't pay too much attention to salaries or how many people are doing it. Okay, just genuinely things that I'm fascinated by or things that I didn't know you could get a degree in. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to break your heart, maybe, Mike. But I'm gonna I'm gonna, my number one pick is going to be um, astrobiology. Oh, okay. Which I, yes. I think the idea that I could be educated in and then work in a field where I get to look at the heavens and I get to study planets yep. and planetary habitation and those type of things would be incredibly fascinating. Biology of the stars. I feel like, and, and I know this is surprising, I'm no biologist, but... <laughs> what? I f yeah, I know. Um, I feel like, I mean, I know that's obviously a real thing, but don't you have to like 
to study the biology of something, I feel like you need the actual like material. There's False. ways that they can figure it out. That's why we have astrobiologists. I would. I, I feel would, like that's an astrologist. Like no, they're learning. And no, and it's, Jason, Astro- an astrologist is the people that look at the constellations and predict your future. Yeah, an astronomer. There we, there we go. Those there are very we go. different things. And also, well, that's what I'm talking about. Go read that review again. An astronomer is is just a person who studies what you can see. Where astrobiology and astrophysics, like that's getting into much deeper level stuff. I totally see. I get astrophysics, right? The physics of what's going on out in the stars that you can you can monitor from the ground. I just don't understand how you do biology from the ground. They figure it out, man. All right. Can I get a scoop of that Mars stuff? All right, so I'm going to go with an astrobiology degree. I had I have astrophysics on my sure. uh, list, but that was like I was looking it up, and you know, it was like everything kept saying astrobiology. So I don't know if that's the same. Get field. out of my lane. Bro. I know, I know. Get out. But biology and physics are definitely not anywhere no. related. But however, I won't. But I'm claiming astro. Yes. Yeah, so anything I will... at the end of astro is mine. <laughs> oh, so turf is out. I am an astroturf specialist, yes. Oh, that's great. I've, I've got some need for you in my backyard. Yeah, only the turf that grows on other planets, though. All right. Well, then, speaking right. speaking of fun degrees that I found, that sounds like it would be absolutely incredible. Uh, theme park engineering. Ooh, my son would. There's there's only two love. available jobs, but, but those two people have a great job. You live on the West Coast or you live on the East Coast? <laughs> I love how to you and I, Mike, there are two theme amusement parks. parks in the world. Disneyland and Disney World, and then that's that's it. Well, I wasn't even implying that. I'm saying that for uh, for how many roller coasters get built a year? How many actual like theme park engineers do we really employ? We need we need two on the earth. <laughs> that's what I mean. There's two main jobs. But that's that job sounds super dope. It does seem great. I mean, I guess you do have one nuance to don't screw up. Oh yeah, yeah. You, your math better check out. Better triple check that math. Yeah. So I'm going to take that. And, you know, just engineering in, in itself is is pretty cool. All right. My next one, uh, it's similar to Jason. Like, I, I feel like you could probably make some good money in this. But this is also preparing for the uh, the impending takeover. So when they become our overlords, mm. they'll know I'm, they'll know I'm on the team. I'm oh, going, so you're joining? I'm t- I'm t- you're, Jason, they're going to take sides? over. I'm taking robotics, baby. I, you could use your degree to help us win, to nope, fight back. Nope. It's inevitable. It's already start. Skynet oh, no. has already been unleashed. You'll have to use the computer science degree to try to get. Yeah, apparently. But you better go. Good, from- good luck out hacking a robot. Well, that's the only way you're going to beat them is hack them. It's got to be software. You're not going to beat them. No, it's just EMPs. Is the only Mike's way. riding on their shoulders. So we're <laughs> he's, he's created most of them. <laughs> All I'm right. king of the robots now. <laughs> They're just going to squash you. That's fine. All right, back to me. Yep. I am staying off the oh, ground. I can't believe you took astrobiology. Yeah, I'm staying dork. off the ground, too. I'm going to go oh. with, and I think the right direction, because there's like a bunch of degrees within it, but it's aviation. Yep. Yeah, you know, study. So of, the study, I, I want to yeah, be yeah. a, if you're going to be a pilot, you get a, a degree in aviation. Or I guess you could say like aerospace, depending on what. I you think do. you just have to get a license to be a pilot. Right, but I'm going to go to the next level so I can fly all sorts of stuff. So you can talk down to your fellow. That pilots. is correct. Yes. Mm, where'd you get your degree? Well, I mean, I imagine degrees. You'll get more of the wings on your shirt, right? Oh, is They'll that how that works? They give you all sorts of wings. What, that's what the wings represent. Is I how, thought those were free for little kids. Uh, not only the ones kids, made of gold. Yeah, only the <laughs> ones that went to college for 
aviation. Isn't it funny too that there there was a time like when our parents all grew up, when like pilots were treated completely different. Oh, like celebrities. Catch me if you can style. Yeah, because the air air flight, uh, air transportation was so like novel and like might as well have been an astronaut. Yeah, it was just such a, well. a revered. Profe- I don't feel like we don't a- revere anything now. Yeah, because athletes. They, that's it. Because they cram us into a tiny little box. Well, the, the aviation guy doesn't do that. It doesn't matter. You're part of it. You're part of that system that put too many seats in there. My point though is like name name a current modern day astronaut. Uh, shoots. Yeah, there's no, a couple. Time's up. No, no, yeah. no. You you. It was not top of mind. Neither one of you could. Oh, I'll no, give you five right. more seconds. No, no, you're you're right. It's it's definitely not top of mind. They're going I, to space. It's but amazing. I follow I follow some on Twitter. Okay. All right. Am I up? Yeah, yep. you're up. You got two picks. All right. So I've got a PhD in computer science, and that's cool and all. It's very practical. I mean, it's very nerdy. But it's very nerdy. I'm a nerd. I love nerd <laughs> stuff. Um. So this next one is very important because it's probably even more practical. But it comes with the most important impractical thing that is very necessary it's for practically me. Practically impractical? And that would be I'm going to get a, a doctor of medicine, uh, a medicine degree, and um, a medical degree. That, well, that's what it is. It's doctor of medicine. That's what they're called. Okay. Um, I'm getting that so that y'all have to call me doctor. Mm. Because I might have a PhD, but you're not calling me a doctor because I got a doctorate in there, computer science there really there was a disconnect that some that happened somewhere teachers like, get them and and if you're a teacher sh- you get that if you have a, but I'm, I'm saying anyone who has a doctorate you yeah. have earned the right to be called doctor like that you are you worked your butt off and you educated eh, yourself but you're not a doctor but you are not a doctor right and that's what i'm saying that a disconnect happened here somewhere where we got to figure out how to split these things up so that they're both both revered and not interfering. I feel like that's the reward for residency. Like a doctor, even if you go to like you, you go get a doctorate in another profession, you still don't have to go do like another seven years of residency before you earn that title. Like doctors still go to school more than everybody else. Right, it's not even. But so so then I'm saying for a doctorate there should be another. Right, you should be called a doctorate. That's what you should, well, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're a doctor. He's just a doctorate. Hmm. It's like a poor <laughs> but man's they're both, But they're both good. They're both good, but, So wait, you know. what did you take? I, I'm, so I'm an MD. The bassoon thing? Uh, I'm, I'm an MD. <laughs> okay. And a, and a computer programmer. But now I'm going to take the most important science. He's um, a data doctor. I'm a, yeah, a data doctor. I'm going to take you're the most important science. recovering hard drives? Um, Kansas State University has an incredibly important science uh, yeah. okay. department for me, and it's bakery science. Bakery oh, science? Oh, yeah, baby. You want to taste my donuts when I got a doctorate in baking? They're going to be Dr. outstanding. Donuts. I'm doc- oh, Dr. Donuts. Yes. That's both my superhero <laughs> and supervillain name. Oh, man, I am Dr. Donuts. Heck, yeah. Dude, I'm going to bake Dr. up. The wildest stuff, and then I'm gonna prescribe myself some killer heartburn medication. Fantastic, Doctor Beaties. <laughs> Doctor Beaties. Oh yeah. Well, bakery science. I figured you'd you'd eventually find your way into the kitchen. So mm-hmm. well done. Thank you. Um, oh my gosh. Now where to go? <laughs> 
Um, I'm sticking with passions, curiosities, things that I wished that I could do. And I imagine if I went to enough school for this, you you medical or you uh, musician people need to help me with the name of the degree. Okay. But if I wanted to be like a a pianist, what I, I, would that degree be? I, I would probably be a music a, a music theory. Well, you could do a music theory one. That's more than just piano. Well, what about perform? Would it be performance music? Uh, yeah, probably. Can I? If I spent eight years in school, could I become a good pianist? Oh, absolutely. Then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yes. That sucks. That was going to be my last one. You were going to take piano? No, I was going to take a music degree. There's yeah. general uh. music degree, so you can learn different instruments. I looked that up. That was going to be my last pick because Doctor? I'm terrible with music, but I wish I wasn't. I, w I wish I okay. knew how to play okay. instruments. And Al, will you give me my degree right now, please? Yes, you're a doctor of musical arts and piano performance. Thank you. Thank you. That sounds good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You can really play. <laughs> uh, it's not the same as Dr. Donuts, but we both have our roles in this yeah. world. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my current standing in life. I have a feeling we won't be running into each other too much in the real world. You don't run in the same crowds? I don't think we work with the same people. Oh, please. At the end, you'll be playing the piano in my donut shop as okay. live music in I'm the willing. background. I'm willing. Um, <laughs> Mike, you are back on the clock. All right. And, and speaking of jobs that I think are now kind of, they used to be more important, you know, like, sure. a, a, like a, a pilot was a revered thing. And it, along the lines of our population growth of having to just build things quickly, it's become far more function. Sure. But a good piece of architecture. Mm is it is timeless it never goes away these things become wonders of the world like when uh when uh uh, uh Notre Dame when that like had that fire that was like that that was a global problem and we're all like no that that cannot happen we need to restore this beautiful piece of architecture so I'm gonna be an architect I mean I'm sure I'm related to Frank Lloyd and in, in somehow right i mean you have the same last name yeah but that's that's how we're related yeah clearly but uh, like an architect who get who gets out there and i'm not I'm, it's I'm not, one of my biggest pet i'm not peeves. doing performance art i'm not doing the things on the side of the road i'm doing like real buildings yeah i mean I'm gonna make what, like a cathedral. when when do, yes. when do architects sit on the side of the roads showing you the plans to the buildings are there is that happening no no but i'm saying like just like the, the funny structures on the side of the road oh okay I it bothers me a lot that we don't seem to prioritize architecture in today's society. We do not because it's, it's efficiency, it's cost, it's it's building a building for a business. It's not about what it looks beauty. like. Beauty. And like yeah. is it because we can't figure out how they did it? Cuz I look oh, at no. some, I look at these buildings that they built in the 20s and you go this that's impossible. No, because they no still No one could do that anymore. They have stuff from the 80s that we wouldn't really want today, but it's still architecturally unique. Like when you think of downtown uh, there's a, I think there's a super salad in it now. It used to be a bank. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But there used to be an ice cream place, yeah, too. I mean, there, there are these places in Phoenix that have completely unique, I mean, they're 80s-style wild architecture, but, you know, I are well, we going to yes. look yes, back Owl at stuff by being Metro. built now? I went by there just yesterday. It's actually now a uh, munition shop. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Well, it's, I, it's running the gamut. Okay. <laughs> it's... I mean, we always do every. Next there up, is petting a, zoo. A, a rule here in Arizona that within every twenty years, 
it has to be a munitions shop at some point in time. Every, every building. Every, <laughs> uh, every building, landlord has to lease Depending on how it's zoned, not residential. But, yeah, any commercial property has to at least cycle through some I munitions. I saw it was zoned MO. Yeah, that's for MO. 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 I love the pick. That's a great one. It was Thank not you. on my list, but not because I uh, I think that one's awesome. Being able to sit down and have the freedom yes. to build something. It's incredible, man. That would be cool. That they do. And then uh, my last one, I am, I am not nearly as educated as I, I wish I was uh, in history. I love it. And come on. If there is like a .05% chance that I could turn into Indiana Jones, I'm going to take it. Okay. <laughs> it's not practical, but there's a chance, right? There's a chance, so I'm taking a degree in archaeology. That's wonderful. Okay. I thought you were just going to go with Indian, history. Indiana Jones. No, I thought you were going to do like a, a history degree. Oh, no. No, Which and was, I was going to say you got to go something practical, yes. like hands-on. I like that. Probably a good 10 years of my life I wanted to be an archaeologist. Because of was Indiana super, Jones? No, because of dinosaurs. Yeah, oh, I was going to say that's a paleontologist. That, well, <laughs> that's a different degree. No, I think they both apply. No. Archaeology <laughs> is studying like human history. Paleontology is studying no. dinosaurs. Anthrop Anthropo anthropology, anthropology is the, is study the history of humans. Of humans. Yeah. Yes. But archaeology would be like historical culture, right? I don't think so. Archaeology Otherwise, I spent 10 years in with the wrong ambitions. <laughs> yeah, archaeology is... Fossil record paleontologist, fossil record over human history. You so, said the word paleontologist. Yeah, I know. I know. And then I'm looking up archaeology. Oh, okay, okay. Study of human history and prehistory through the excavation. Okay. Yeah. Right. There yeah. you go. Well, childhood dreams <laughs> crushed. Well, the worst part is I search <laughs> oh, I search no. archaeology. Oh, no. It gives me that definition. You know what the four pictures Google shows you on the right side under the field of dinosaurs? study? They're dinosaurs. Guess what? They're dinosaurs. It's the Guess what's still available, Andy? Yeah. You can you make can that childhood it. dream come true right here. Man. It does seem better you than could, You could John Hammond this thing. So I so I am a paleontologist. You could All right, be. I take it. <laughs> All right, I don't blame you. I thought like when I was a little kid too. I'm glad you were everything. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Got to get your roots. Ambition, my roots. <laughs> this is this is really cool for you to not only in the same day learn what a dummy you were as a kid, <laughs> but correct the problem and and still fulfill the actual dreams of your childhood. I'm very happy for you. Uh, but you took my music pick, so I don't know where to go now that I'm on. Well, the you're clock. out of picks. I'm out of no. I've got I've got two different ones, and they're they're a little different. Because candlestick maker. Candlestick. It's on the list because you're already the baker. Um, you know I would go butcher first. Are you kidding me? My, with my meat background. <laughs> your that? meat. I don't even your know what meat back. No, Ike's. I don't know about your meat background. Yeah, Please let me tell, tell you me a little bit about uh, my meat background. I have been eating meat since approximately six months old. My mother would bottle feed me meat, <laughs> so um, it really started young. Um, all right, so I'm gonna. So I was thinking about like uh, you know a PhD in economics, just because that's I would love to know more and be able to sure. the ins and outs of that world. And also, it sounds pretty good for I don't know your economics um, in life. But I'm gonna go more towards the passion. More towards something that I think would be awesome, fun, that I think, uh, you know, in, in a different life I could succeed with and still stay in genres that I love. And that would be a PhD in sport and entertainment management. 
So oh, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Getting to be an agent, a manager, you know. Those, I imagine, because we, 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 our other job is in football, and so every once in a while you get to see a phone call between a sports agent and, and the sports team, and they're, you know, casually negotiating, but it's, they are casually talking about multiple millions of dollars. So to be on one side of that, be like, look, man, you're, you're going to give us $20 million. They're like, no, no, no. We'll give you 15 To be part of that, to like have the backbone mm-hmm. <laughs> to stand up for a deal for $20 million would be awesome. See, and what's funny is I don't have the backbone to stand up for myself. But I would, I would have no problem for someone else negotiating, playing hardball, doing that stuff, just really crossing that line of comfortability. But when it's for me, I'd be like, eh, it's okay. Whatever you offer, I'll take. Um, so that would be fun. I think uh, think I'm gonna be a super agent. I just like that the um, the degrees went from like regular degrees to like now we have to be a PhD in that field. <laughs> I started with it PhD. escalated a little bit. Um, okay, some other uh, we're done, right? <laughs> some other considerations here. Um, I'm surprised Mike didn't take it because I know it's on his his short list of things he'd like to do. Metal smithing, blacksmithing. Metal smithing is on my list. Um, I also, I don't have a lot of other ones. I wrote down nautical archaeology. Apparently, that's a thing. Oh, that's fun. I that's... made a joke about turf, but actually, turf and golf course management was on my list of like working on a golf course. Man, that wouldn't be too bad. That sounds like a nightmare. An what? absolute nightmare. It gets so hot. You still got to work in the summers. It's not like you get to go out and play around a golf. You're just a landscaper. That's what you're. You're drafting a landscaper uh, yeah, in the I guess. summers. I guess. Um, I have PhD in statistics with our fantasy football stuff. Okay. You combine that with my uh, my computer engineering degree. Phew, heck yeah. All right. Uh, one more thing. What did we learn today? Oh, man. I learned uh, that there is an instrument named a bassoon. You didn't know about the bassoon? I can tell you. You buffoon? I, if you told me. I'm going to draw a bassoon right now, okay? Okay. Okay. I, I don't doubt know. you're gonna. Re- if you just learned what it is, your odds of getting this one right are pretty low. Uh, I think I got this one. A bassoon is a horned instrument. That incorrect. Looks like this. Is this correct? Is this a bassoon, that, or is this no? That's that a is, flask. That this, this is. Oh, is, I can see what you're saying. Like it kind of looks like a science speaker. That's a genie. Yeah, coming out of a bottle. Totally. Um, I learned that Mike. Uh, Mike has a uh, under Rue pass that he would pay to remove. <laughs> Uh, and I learned that uh, in a job interview, the ultimate power move <laughs> is pulling out a hard-boiled egg, staring him straight in the eye, and start peeling. <laughs> That'll do it for today's Spitballers. Thank you, Al, for all that you do here. I've got the best job in the world. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. This hilarious episode was brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the code SPITBALLERS in the search bar. For a limited time, you'll get four free New York Strip burgers with your order. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword spitballers.